Hey everybody, welcome to Monuments number three. This is sort of my own little monologue of things. Today's date is February 26th, 2021, so I haven't put together a monologue in a while. I was inspired to do something today because of the efforts of other people. Now let me explain. I just want to tell a little short story um, about what happened. In this day and age where social media and instant messaging allows us quick release of our thoughts, it's easy to see why those platforms are filled mostly of what? Complaints. That's right. We complain about everything and having social media and messaging apps like WhatsApp or, you know, iMessage allows us to not only vent about what's bothering us, but we're so ready to be mad we share other people's complaints. You know, that's right. You know, we just join in other people's frustration. Someone posts about a bad thing that they experienced somewhere. Not more than a few ticks later, boom, somebody says, chimes in and says, yeah, I hate those guys too, and they did this, and they did that. And we share other people's complaints. And if we're not even involved, you know, and we have nothing to say, we just simply, like, click the share button so other people in our feed will see it. It's just this big snowball effect. And then the angry mob assembles, you know? And it's so stupid. It really is so stupid. And I I look at the social media phenomenon and I realize that, that we need to break this pattern. We might as well call our smartphones a weapon because people use it to blast their perceived enemies all the time. And it's a sad commentary of our times because oftentimes, without thinking, we get ourselves involved in that sort of angry mob mentality. So, you know, why do I bring it up? Well, it's because I did something today that's the total reverse of what we kind of are all guilty of doing often, which is to openly complain. You know, and I made it a point to give kudos where kudos is due. Thank you very much! So I went to Revintax, right? And um, I know what you're thinking, Revintax, oh man. You know, long lines and inefficiencies. And I get that, you know. So I went to Revintax today uh, to conduct some business and... Without even stepping into the building, I, you know, I cringed because I, I cringed because I saw a checkpoint at the uh, entrance where the cars come into the parking lot and thought to myself, good Lord, what kind of new stupid am I preparing to enter? And I don't think, you know, I, of course, we don't give these guys a fair enough chance because we just hear about the noise. We hear about the complaints. So I'm, I'm already ready to complain <laughs> without even actually taking the time to you know do the uh, to do the deed to earn the stripes to complain but anyway I needed to get my business done so I lined up behind a few cars and waited my turn when it was finally my turn at the checkpoint I, I lowered my window with my mask on of course no different than going in a drive-through at McDonald's and uh, and the gentleman who worked for Revan tax asked me what my business was and I told them I needed to see the income tax filing. I had some questions. I was getting ready to file and I had some questions and I needed to clear some things up. So then he directed me to the right side of the parking lot and told me that somebody will help me there. And it's about this time that I felt this sort of deep sense of dread creep in as I thought, how long is this process gonna be like, oh man. I'm going to go to this point, then that point, and that point, when I could have just parked on my own, got in line at the door, and just walked in, you know, at some point. 
Anyway, so I followed this car, and the next fella there waiting for me, Revan tax worker, asked me the same question, but it was more like to confirm. You know, it, it seemed like they already knew why I was parking on that side because they were designating who should park at what side. So it's more like, oh, you're here for income, you know, the income tax filing and so forth and so on. And I said, yeah. So he said, okay. <clears throat> and then he told me to follow the car ahead of me and that someone would assist me. So I said, all right. And, uh, you know, I can just see another person up ahead. And I'm like, okay, here we are. I'm going to be bouncing around. And again, I was already, you know, ready to be mad. Um, so then I drove up and waited my turn. And a, and a woman in a hat and um, covering and mask on, of course, all, all were wearing their mask, breathing through a mask in the hot sun. God bless them. And the woman came over and pointed to where I could park. And I thanked her, and I made my way there. So even though I was ready to already be angry, and I was polite, I said thank you at each at each stop. And um, and they were perfectly nice and, and, and cool about it. But again, I was just already ready to not be happy, right? So then I parked, and I hopped out of the car. I was kind of eager to get inside the building. It was hot. And... Um, and then the woman asked me to kind of call me back and said, Al, can you get back to your car and that she'd be right with me? And I was like, oh, man, now what? So I hopped back in my truck, and it wasn't long before she came over, and she politely asked for my name and number. And I told her, and she jotted it down on her clipboard, and then she went and gave me the thumbs up to go inside. And I was like, okay, I guess that's the, you know, just kind of making sure that they know who's coming inside rather than waiting for me to walk to the door and write it myself and, you know, lie about my name and number, which I, of course, wouldn't do, but I'm just saying some people might do that. So, anyway, um, I get to the door, and I'm greeted by a man, another worker for Revan Tax, a younger man, and he's wearing a mask, um, but I could tell he offered a smile, and you can kind of tell now, you know, back at... When this thing started, it was kind of hard to see if people were smiling or frowning, but you can kind of tell now. And uh, he welcomed me inside, and he pointed towards the hand sanitizer. I obliged, and I entered. And then he assigned me a numbered destination to wait at. So I went to number two, and I waited there until another gentleman in front of me was um, was being serviced. So I waited at number two. Um, so I waited about ten minutes until the gentleman in front of me was done. And then it was my turn, so I approached the counter with my ID, kind of, you know, just already getting ready to be serviced rather than them asking me my ID. I just already had it out, get ready to um, show my ID and ask the question. And then, and I took care of what I needed to do. And all in all, it took about five minutes to get the answer I needed from the gentleman behind the counter. He even uh, jotted down my cell number so that he could call me back when, um, when he had additional information that I needed. So I thanked the man behind the counter. I left the building, I got into my car, and I headed to my office. And this entire process probably took about 20, 20 minutes total from the time I lined up in the car, parked, you know, got into the building, was serviced, got back in the car, and left. So it might even been 15 minutes, I want to say. So anyway, when I got back to my office, 
I do what most people do. I whipped out my iPhone and opened up my Facebook app, and I was ready to share my positive experience at Rev and Tax. You know, I was genuinely pleased, so I wanted to share that with friends and family. But then it occurred to me, as soon as I'm going to post that comment, as soon as I post that comment, inevitably, some Yahoo will counter my experience with a poor one they may have had, right? And then the angry mob arrive with their pitchforks and fire, and and they will all sort of counter my experience with the poor one they might have had or that they weren't impressed, or that, oh, I don't know, be indifferent to it. You know, it's easier for them to do that. The, you know, the angry mob will arrive and pile on because it's more therapeutic to vent a frustration aloud and share it with people than a good situation. Because you don't really get anything by sharing a good situation, unless, of course, you're sharing that good news to those who made it happen. And then it becomes therapeutic for yourself because you're like, oh, I made someone else's day better, right? But that's why it doesn't really happen that way. Because if I have a good day, I put it up there and share it. You know, unless I'm actually thanking the people that made it a good day, it's just a statement. And then those that didn't have a good day or didn't have a good time with those people you're talking about, they need to vent. They need to come on and 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 get into your post and start hating on everybody that gave you a great time. And so there's this sort of vicious cycle that occurs on social media that if we're not careful and aware, we get we become part of that ecosystem. So I closed the Facebook app instead of posting my experience on it. I closed the Facebook app and I opened my WhatsApp messenger because that's what I use and uh, I wrote a simple note to the director of Revan Tax. I happened to have her number and so I wrote her and I let her know that initially I was filled with dread when I arrived there and I was already expecting to have a bad time but that the whole process was smooth, efficient, quite frankly it impressed me. Hallelujah. And I asked her to let her team know that someone appreciated their hard work and effort. Now, these people were not doing me any favor because they knew the director. And in fact, you know, I was anonymous. And I went there un- unannounced and impromptu today. And so she responded back, thanking me and letting me know that it made her day and that surely it would make her team proud of their teamwork and effort, as it should. They did a great job, right? They did a great job. Now, I don't know if they did a good job yesterday, and I don't know if they'll do a good job tomorrow. I'm assuming they would, based on my experience today. But, see, sometimes it's better to tell people who did a great job that they did. So don't post it on Facebook where compliments go to die, Call, write, or even even make a podcast to let pe- those people know who took the effort to do good that they were successful. Now, I know some of you, you know, aren't going to be making a podcast like me, but you know what? Write them a letter. Call them. You know, take the effort to do it. And I, I can guarantee you it will not only make them feel good, 
but it'll make you feel good because you know what? We all should do more to make others happy. And in return, perhaps those who we satisfy will also take the time to return the favor. Okay, everybody, that's it for today. Just wanted to share the experience I had. Hope everything's good with you. I'll talk to you again soon. And that completes this episode of Mono Mints. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want to hear more of this or the interview format on Mint Talks, don't forget to subscribe on all the popular podcast channels. We're available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and more. Also, if you want to comment or give us some ideas, visit us on Facebook, Instagram, or our website at mintalks.com. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.